0: Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in on this week's episode. I'm going to talk to you about Balaj Balij. I don't even know what his name, what is his name, before I really screw it up, because that's going to, that's going to, Balaji, I'm probably really mispronouncing it, and whatever, I apologize, I don't know, I never heard it spoken. Um, Actually, I mean, I vaguely remember this dude from my early days in Bitcoin um but uh but I think he would you know was basically known I think he was going down the shitcoin coin path and then you know eventually was like, oh he's he I had put him in that category of like oh he's one of those people that just has now fallen into shitcoinery. Um uh but anyway, so I want to talk about his bet of Bitcoin hitting a million dollars in ninety days, um, which is insane not saying it's not possible but what I wanted to do I thought I was like you know what I gotta I gotta record something and run through a mental exercise that with all of you that I've been going through with myself and other people have posited this but um but anyways I wanted to to share it because uh as you guys know I am uh you know, I'm not a uh, I'm not an economic whiz. I'm none of those things. None of this is financial advice. It's just a pleb going through it. But I will say, I think I'm getting pretty good at moving ahead of the game um, when it comes to preparing for things. Um, so you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, Bitcoin's gonna go to a million dollars!" I want so many of them, and. I hate to break it to you, but it's not a great number-go-up scenario. So I want to walk through that and kind of the conversation that you maybe really should be having at this time, as opposed to, oh, my God, is it going to moon? When? Any moment? So before we get into that, I want to thank the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto for sponsoring the show. And uh, as you, as you see, I mean, we've been saying, you know, your coin not your keys not your coins whatever not your keys not your cheese uh get your coins off the exchange because they were rehypothecating, and you know the emperor had no clothes now you're seeing that the banks are the same way with bank failures left and right um so i would if there was a way for you to take your dollars and put them onto a hardware device i would do it um you know, If you if you had to hold on to any U.S. dollars, I would not be keeping them in the bank. The good news with Bitcoin is that you can put them on a BitBox O2 hardware wallet, which is simple and easy to use. So please, 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 if you have not already self-custodied your Bitcoin, please put them onto your own signing device and go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. Uh, also, shout out to Upstream Data for their wonderful black box that has made mining ever so quiet. So go to upstreamdata.ca to check out their products. They have mining products and obviously their black box and a bunch of stuff if you're looking to get into the big-time mining game. Then last but not least, Movies Plus. Go to mymoviesplus.com and use the promo code Corey and you will get uh well, it coming down to like 2 bucks a month, 250 a month or something like that for a annual subscription and you'll support a company like me, you'll support somebody like me that owns a company like that that is supporting free speech and those that stand for it. So um anyways. Yeah, use the promo code Corey, C O R Y if I didn't say that. Um so I just wanted to run through this. So balish oh my god. I am Balaji, um, he comes out and he says that he thinks, due to banks being insolvent, duh, um, that there will be hyperinflation in the U.S. Probably bank runs preceding that, I would imagine. Um, well, probably just going on throughout. Uh, and he he made he made a bet with somebody. That Bitcoin, he's betting a million dollars that Bitcoin will be a million dollars per coin in 90 days. So that this point, that land, it lands us somewhere in the middle of June. Um, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh my God, look what he just speculated. Um, this is wonderful for my bags. Uh, so I wanted to run through what that scenario looks like and how terrible it will be. Um, so sorry if you're very excited about the idea of a million dollar Bitcoin in 90 days, it's not going to be as pretty. So let's just run through. Um, well, first of all, I'll tell you like the conversation I had with my neighbor, um, which we were just talking about, we, you know, I'm, That was part of the conversation but we were talking about the many many other things that are happening all at the same time and the conversation wasn't oh my god you know win Lambo what are we going to do with all this money Um, the conversation was okay this is the perimeter we set (laughs) it sounds psycho and crazy and super prepper like doomsday whatever but um you you got it you gotta be prepared um because this has been even if no matter which side of the spectrum you are on politically the last three plus years have been absolutely p- absolute pure chaos with surprises around every corner and nobody knows what's coming next so yeah that is. You should be having a conversation more about defending yourself and survival than you should about what you're going to do with your million-dollar Bitcoin. So let's run through why. Um, So just, you know, pulling some back of the math, the back of the napkin math, uh, pulling numbers off the Internet, looking at national averages in the U.S. Sorry if you're outside the U.S. I know a good number of you are um but the average price for a gallon of gasoline in the United States for your car currently is $3.50 um rent the average rent is $1,794 average loaf of bread $1.90 your monthly allotment for toilet paper $12 water bill $45 gas bill $61 electric bill $122 grocery bill uh, average total grocery bill $438 then your median annual income is $71,000 uh median i used in that because it's more accurately represents what the average american makes so um. Okay, so that is what the average price. Is. So the price of Bitcoin. I mean, at this point, it's like twenty-eight something. But whenever he made this bet, it was twenty-five thousand dollars, and he's betting that Bitcoin will go up by a multiple uh, by a, a four a multiple of forty, multiply by forty, to get to a million dollars. It'll forty x to get to a million dollars. Not everything is going to go, you know, hand in hand with it, but he's his reasoning for the bet is that it's going to be based on the dollar devaluing. OK, so that means with hyperinflation and everything that we know that's coming eventually whenever this whole Ponzi falls apart. Um, OK, so in that scenario, if everything else 40 X in the next 90 days, then This June, the price of a gallon of gasoline will be $140 a month. The cost of a loaf of bread would be $76. $76 to go to your grocery store and get a loaf of bread to feed yourself and your family. Toilet paper, $480 a month. At that point, everyone... I mean, I'd have to do some back of the toilet paper math uh, to figure out, but you could probably wipe your ass with 480, less than $480 bills during the month, I would bet. So, you know, let's just say, not to be gross, but yeah, let's just go through it. Um, 480 it gives uh let's see four hundred and eighty. So you have average American household of four people divided by four, it's hundred and twenty dollars per person. So, so yeah, you in that scenario, if you had four hundred and eighty dollars and you were in an average household, if you could use less than if you could use three one dollar bills or less per month to wipe your ass, it would be more cost effective. Think about that. That's insane. $3 bills or less per day to wipe your ass would be more cost effective than 40x toilet paper pricing. Your water bill would be $1,800 a month So, I bet you a lot of people would be drinking a lot less water and taking very quick showers, maybe reusing tub water, um, all that fun and unfortunate stuff. (sighs) And it would just get, yeah, it would, I mean, you'd be telling people not to flush unless it was a number two not to get back to the gross stuff but i'm just being real and, and going through like this mental exercise of what the scenario looks like um so is that shine coming off of the million dollar bitcoin yet or not um because i think it it probably should be uh your gas bill would be $2400 a month um so you know it's going into summertime uh so thankfully we won't have to be heating as much but You're not going to be running your air conditioning this summer. Um, And then whenever it gets cold, I guess at that point, you'll have to extrapolate and figure out, is it more worthwhile to burn the dollar bills or pay for gasoline or natural gas to heat your home? What heats it better? Doesn't sound like a fun scenario, but this is what they went through in the Weimar Republic. If you have not looked that up before, please look up the Weimar Republic. It's been conveniently uh, scrubbed from history, and we never learned about what happened with the economic collapse in 1920s Germany, which is the Weimar Republic, and conveniently that was left out of all of our textbooks that were printed by companies that were owned by the big banks. I wonder why that was kept out of the curriculum. Because hmm. it's the same problem we're facing right now. Okay. Your electric bill is going to be $4,800 a month going forward. So with a $4,800 electric bill, um, you're not probably going to be playing a lot of video games. Uh, you're probably not going to be on the internet very much. Um you know, you probably would be using it for the bare minimum. Also, guess what? You will start to live like they used to live, either by candlelight, which candles I'm sure will get expensive, or you will live with the lights off. You won't turn them on. So you'll wake up when the sun comes up. And when it gets dark, you'll be like, well effort it, guess it's time for bed because I'm not paying $35 to have a light bulb on this evening. So, yeah, I mean that in that scenario, you're looking at like 150 bucks a day worth of electricity. You're going to be doing everything in your power to lower that down. Um so yeah, your monthly groceries Average monthly grocery bill at a 40X of what it currently is would increase to $17,520 $17, a month in groceries. And last but not least, I saved this one for the end because like I had said before, well, hold on, let's not pressure over that. So $17,000 for groceries. So if we go through this scenario that he has bet on and people seem to be excited about for some reason, um, just to get to it, if this is how you want to get to a million dollar Bitcoin, I don't want to, this isn't how I want to get there. Um, In this scenario, you could buy a decent used car. Like above decent, not like, you know, just like, a rundown average, like you could get like a, an okay used car um, for the price of your month of bill, grocery bill, your one, and then all the groceries you need for one month for a family of four. And you could take that money now and buy a new car with it. So, or a, a used car with it. So just think if you bought a used car now, how much would that be worth? probably be able to get a couple months worth of groceries out of it. (sighs) So, yeah, saving the rent for last. The average rent in America is $1,794. That would push the rent, which I know people are in agreement in, you know, lease agreements, but guess what? They'll be up eventually, and some of them will be up right around the time that this would all be hitting the fan. If you 40X to rent, it would go to $71,000 a month for rent. Okay, now mind you, just think about that for a second. $71,000 a month for rent is equal to the current median annual income. Think about that. Your annual income in the United States right now equals what a 40x of rent prices would equal. So that's just covering your rent. That's also not taking into account income taxes and, you know, social security and all the other things that are going to come out of your money before you get it. So good freaking luck. Um now mind you, I'm not being an idiot I know not everything's going to 40X in lockstep with each other. Just painting a picture and doing an exercise here. So all of that combined would be $99,000 a month for your basic living needs. $99,000 a month for your absolute bare minimum basics. Now a lot of people, you know, they thought, oh yeah, sure, life it'll hyperinflate. But I mean, you know, I'll be good. I got Bitcoin. I got Bitcoin, baby. Um. I don't know what the average pleb's stack is, but let's just ballpark it. I don't know, let's say half a bitcoin. If the average pleb has half a bitcoin, then And you'll have $500,000 worth of Bitcoin in this scenario to pay for your $100,000 worth of monthly expenses. So I guess you have five months to get by. Doesn't sound like fun. What's going to happen on that other side of the five months? Best case scenario, if the average pleb has a whole Bitcoin, which I know the average pleb. I'm I'm pretty sure the average pleb is not a whole coiner. Um, then, yeah you <laughs> you have ten months, ten months of living expenses saved. Just don't get me wrong. Under normal circumstances, would be a decent runway. Hopefully, you put it on a Bitbox 2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. Go to shiftcrypto.ch/slash/bitcoin made simple to get from you. Use the promo code Bitcoin. It's simple to get 5% off, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully you've listened and you have it somewhere secure and you have a secure internet connection so that you can transact because good luck getting the banks to move the Bitcoin in and out of exchanges. Okay. So in a scenario where all of this hyperinflation takes place and you have $500,000 $500,000 or a million dollars in Bitcoin. So one whole coin. And you have it on a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. You need a secure way to trans make transfers and get that into US dollars, which I'm sure you can find, but I'm just walking through the steps that will exist. You'll need that. And then uh, you'll probably take a little bit of a haircut unless some unless you're like, fully implemented with like the lightning network and all those other things. The point being is that your mortgage company or your, your landlord probably doesn't accept Bitcoin. Maybe at that point, some of them will start, you know, if you've got, you'll be lucky if you have a landlord, that's like a, you know, just like a dude, like some person that, you know, owns the building you live in, you might be able to talk to them, but good luck at these big corporate companies that, you know, have, these big conglomerates that own all these properties. Good luck. Um, so you have to find a way to get that from your bit box into the person's hand or digital wallet that needs it. Um, mind you to do all this, you will need the electricity running at your house. So you'll be paying through the nose for it. So you've got 10 months of expenses covered. Um. But that's not going to do you a whole lot of good if the rest of the world is burning down around you. So I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. I'm not trying to scare people at all. What I'm actually trying to do is say why you don't want this scenario to play out. um, And why I think it's the less likely thing to do to happen because seriously, this is be some major dominoes to fall. I mean, the U S for the the price of Bitcoin to go to a million dollars based on hyperinflation in 90 days, like the United States will have rapidly transformed during that time. And the world would have rapidly transformed. So, you would want to be right now investing in, instead of buying Bitcoin, hopefully you have saved up enough, you'd want to be buying things for self-preservation, protection. Um, you'd want to be forming alliances. You'd want to be identifying trustworthy people in your area. You'd want to be setting up emergency action plans with family members and with loved ones. Because um, let's just say in a crazy world like this, where it happens super quick. Uh, all of a sudden, how do you get back home? Fun, like, not a funny story. It's not funny at all. But a story of it's a very short one. My uh, my BFF from college. I don't know. Billy might listen. What's up, Billy? If you're listening, um, is uh born and raised in Switzerland, and uh, he told me a story once. I don't know if it was his grandmother or or an aunt or something like that. Uh, that lived in Germany at the time because he was like Swiss German, closest to the German Italian borders, like that region. Um. And there was a time that so at the time that the Berlin Wall went up, um, this relative of his went grocery shopping in Berlin and couldn't get home. And there was no like fair warning that this was going to happen. There was no like, oh, hey, don't go shopping today. There might be a wall that gets erected that's going to be there for the next 30 years or 40 years, however long it stood. Um, dividing the two countries and, you know, to these two, two different, the country into these two different individual states that are at the front line of these two power, mega powers in the world pushing against each other. Um, she made it back. So it was all good. But, yeah, I mean, You have to have that action plan with your family members and your friends that, you know, you keep in touch with like this is I mean, my wife and I, no matter where we've lived, we've always had. And this is funny. I mean, this is the this is me like I always joke with my wife. I say like she is the day to day focuser. I am the year to year and longer focus focuser. And um, there's probably many couples that can relate to this. But, you know, her focus is like, you know, what is in the what's in the in the refrigerator? What is going to be on the table tonight? What who needs to be at what event at what time? What needs to be packed into what bag for which person? Do we have enough underwear? Am I going to hear Corey say, where's my underwear? Um, all that kind of stuff. And then I go the other extreme and I'm like. In the event of societal collapse, honey, this is what I would want you to do. Um, <laughs> and this isn't a new thing. This isn't just a post-COVID thing. This is this isn't a. I mean, I had heard about Bitcoin at the time, but this is like 2010. I'd tell her like 2011, or whatever, somewhere around there when I first heard about it or read about it. And I'd tell her it had nothing to do with Bitcoin, but I'd be like, in the event that society collapses and you're out on your own.
1: This is the me. This is the, this is the
0: rendezvous. This is the Berlin Wall uh, Ch- checkpoint Charlie. This is where we're going to go. Um, and I'll be there and you get there. And so it's just, yeah, it sounds crazy and i and i didn't like harp on it we didn't go through like running drills or anything it was just like hey you know like in the event that something ever crazy happens i mean one thing happened when we were dating there were you guys some of you probably remember this there was the earthquake that like shook the entire east coast very lightly but like everyone on the east coast felt it and you know that was like one of the things where i told her i said look you know if, in the event that, like, you know, there's a massive earthquake like that, was, thankfully, this was just small, but, you know, it could, cell towers could be down, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I know she'd be scared and, and concerned. And I'd be like, you know, this is the plan. Um, so, yeah, you need that. You need to have that in place. Uh, because communication will be sparse. You will not hear from loved ones. Uh, if they are not within a 15 minute drive, I would imagine it's going to be very difficult to communicate with them. Um, so things I would be getting would be getting ham radios. I'd be getting my own water supply as soon as possible. I'd get, be getting my own food source as soon as possible. I'd be getting my own electrical source as soon as possible. Um, be doing all that as soon as possible. Because, like I said, in the best case scenario, that you were a whole coiner and the price of Bitcoin 40Xs to a million dollars, you're going to be in some serious, serious shit. You might be able to stave off for a little bit, but not, not as long as you probably want. And you also have to keep in mind then that it's going to keep going once it once it hyperinflates it's not going to stop it's going to get out of control and it will quickly get worse you know think about this i mean so the outside of outside of uh everything, just your rent being $71,000 a month, the average annual income being $71,000 a month or $71,000 a year, that is not going to last long. So the government would at that point print a ton of money to make up the difference so that people aren't getting kicked out of their homes and people aren't starving, which is what they would have to do, but also what they need to do at that point. Um, but they've made this mess. And do you think your income is going to 40 X that quickly? Do you think, I mean, even if your company like right off the bat is like, okay, company wide email, everyone's income is going to increase by 40 times in order to keep up with inflation. It's going to take months probably five to six months minimum if they're fast acting and quick to get that in place so that they can actually implement the policy. And when they do implement the policy at that point, this will be five to six months after June. So this would be like December. So where do you think inflation is going to be then? You know, you might be at $150,000 a month For your monthly overhead. And, you know, they just 40x your income to, let's see, the median income, annual income is, let's see, 71,000 times 40. They just increased your income to $2.8 million. Okay, so if they if everybody is working on forty xing their income, and they increase the median salary to be two point eight million dollars by December, by the time it would actually be implemented, they'd be start start paying. There is no way in hell that your monthly overhead would remain at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month because, like you know, this has spun out of control, and it is just going to accelerate and get worse and worse and worse faster and faster and faster. So what can you do? Um, Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Um, I had to learn that the hard way because I'm the eternal optimist. Everything is going to work out all the time. And my wife is the, I'm going to say eternal pessimist because that makes her sound Bad, but um I always joke. I come in with all my hopes and dreams. I'm like, hey honey, here's all these ideas I have for business. And then she just takes an AK 47, just (laughs) blows holes through all of my hopes and dreams. And um and you need that balance. Um, but I have learned from her that because I used to hope for the best and prepare for the best. Now I hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Um so you don't have to get crazy, but maybe having this mapped out in your head ahead of time, because it's probably not going to take place by June of 2023, but maybe someday it will. If they don't change things, if the U S didn't, doesn't adopt Bitcoin as its re- reserve currency, things of that nature, then yes, it will absolutely fall out of control really quickly, probably in the next decade. Um, So it's good exercise to, to run through. Um, but, uh, I liked, uh, what, um, uh, big Sean on Twitter, if you guys know him, what he had to say, cause I actually was having the same thought the night before. So shout out to Sean for thinking alike, but, um, you know, he said, Bitcoin is not the lifeboat off of the sinking ship. Bitcoin is Noah's Ark because you're not going back to the same world you know what I mean? Like I'm paraphrasing what he said, but you know, my thoughts were and everything is that, you know, the world would be getting washed away the world as it were. So you're not getting on a lifeboat that then is getting picked up by another currency that then carries you back to your normie life in America. Um, no, it is the seas are rising God hath sent down the rains to wash away everything. And whenever the rains subside and you find yourself on solid ground again, it'll be a completely different world. Because um, we've seen hyperinflation happen before in history, but it was always pretty localized. Um, and now we have the entire world reserve based off of the US dollar and when that goes down the entire world economy goes down at a point when we're so globalized in our dependency look out and it's just I thought that the Noah's Ark was a good metaphor because as many of you plebs have probably done like me sitting there trying to explain to people over and over again what's going to happen, why it's going to happen, um, and everything. And then, and then things just happen in life. And they're like, oh, man, who could have... Like, the most frustrating thing for the last year and a half, especially, has been at family events, everybody talking nonstop about inflation and the price of things and blah, blah, blah. And I just sit there and bite my tongue my wife looks at me like she probably knows it's killing me. I'm like, look, I've said my piece. Everybody ignored it. And the crazy thing is, in the couple of times that I've tried to bring it up again. And again, early on, I was probably wrong. Cause it was like, I was like, this is going to go up to the moon forever. Blah, blah, blah. You'll, you'll, you'll be rich immediately if you buy Bitcoin. Um, But I should have been talking to them about just the basics of inflation and what was going to go down. But I did; I still talked to them about that. But I probably just, you know, put too much shine on it, talking about the price of Bitcoin going up. But you know, I've had these conversations with family over and over, and then you know, all of a sudden, my wife is like, "Hey, um, huh?" She's like, "I just found out from my mom that she hadn't been." they like missed a a paycheck or two because her company, which isn't like a big global company, um, her company's payroll runs through Silicon Valley bank. So, and I just looked at my wife and I said, you know how much I hate to be, to say that I told you so. And she was like, yeah, I was like, I haven't I haven't been very wrong lately, unfortunately. She goes, yeah. And I said, why didn't you give me the credit for that? She was like, I don't know. And I knew the answer. I said, it's because you don't want to give me the pleasure of being told I was right. To her, to her in her defense, she never said I was wrong. You know, she was just like, okay, like this is your domain and you're telling me what to look out for and we'll prepare accordingly. Um, But yeah, it's just like, you know, all of a sudden family members, hey, my payroll didn't come through because this bank went under. Who would have thought? Maybe me. I don't know. I do recall three years ago having these conversations. But, you know, I have family members that have said, oh, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm not because The earth is not flat. Um, I don't know what other crazy conspiracies are there. I mean, there's just a a litany of crazy conspiracy theories. Um, I'm like, no, I'm not. But I'm I'm a confronter of uncomfortable truths. And the main uncomfortable truth over the last three years has been that our money does not exist. I don't know the technicalities of it because I'm sure there's a way they'd find a way to stay solvent or whatever, but essentially our banks are insolvent because they don't have your money in the bank. I'm sure if we all went there and asked for our money at the same time, they'd find a way to digitally get it all out the doors. Point being is that with the Noah's Ark thought, I was like, this really is all about getting as many of them on the Ark as possible. Hopefully that we have 10 years to do it. Um, but that's the actions that I have taken were for this specific reason. The, the setup that I've put myself and my family in is for that specific reason. Um, because if shit hits the fan, frankly, a lot of my family is going to come here where I live and that's okay you know I did this for them first and foremost I did it for my immediate family you know my wife and kids you have to protect them and watch out for them but it also is for the other loved ones and You know, you have to, so people are going to fall back, you know, they might, it might take them a minute to get it figured out to how to survive in this new world where guess what? You're probably going to be going out and getting your own food because if you're going to be, if, if the option is that or $17,000 a month in groceries, probably a lot of people learn how to hunt. So anyways. That being said, I just thought I'd share that because that is the dark side of what a million dollar Bitcoin in 90 days looks like. I'm no prognosticator. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's also not impossible because nothing really is impossible. But, uh, you know, just to keep a level head and, you know, tell people, hey, it's not all sunshine and rainbows whenever Bitcoin goes to a million dollars and why we maybe shouldn't be celebrating and pushing that across. But again, it might happen. So at the very least, I hope that you take away from this is a mindset and a, a reframing of where you should be focusing this energy um, and become self-sufficient. That's the goal. And then all you have to do is worry mainly about yourself. And if you become, if you become 100% self-sufficient, and that means in everything with food, water, clothing, defense, all those things, if you become 100% self-sufficient, then you'll be fine. Um, but put a plan in place don't expect this to be perfect forever and also don't get so crazy that you end up ruining your time now because as crazy as the last three years have been I have actually been thankful and grateful because I have really like wound down And appreciate the time much more Uh, because I used to, yeah, I always did like a pretty good job, but I was like, you know, I'd be working and working and working and nonstop. And now, to the best of my abilities, I at five o'clock call it. I'm like, all right, I'm done. There's nothing that could be more important than the main job I have. Um, and you know, whether it's just going outside and sitting back and relaxing, enjoying what you see, uh, I've learned how to do that over the last three years. So anyways, that's all I got for you guys. Get a Bitbox 2 hardware wallet and save yourself from the impending doom. And I will talk to you guys later.